Hello guys, I am Isaac, and today we are going to do the Central Youth Podcast. And mm. I have a lot of questions to ask, different people. <laughs> um, we have Dan on my left. What's up? And we have this guy. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, introduce yourselves, if you could. Uh, my name is Dan Flanagan. I am the youth pastor here at Central Faith Church. My name is Liam Sweeney. I am a youth here at Central Faith Church. Mm, yes, and mm-hmm. all right. And who, I, who you? your host, <laughs> am uh, Isaac, and I am also a student here. Mm. Yes, it's student. It's deep. It's student. <laughs> okay. All right. This is a really important question. I'm not sure if you guys can like this. Like, if you don't answer this right, we might not be able to have this discussion. Okay. Oh, okay. Do you put cereal in the bowl before the milk? Or the milk before the cereal? Mm. Cereal hope, before. I hope you do the same, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do. Okay. <laughs> okay. I had to build the well, tension that one there. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that putting the milk in first makes no sense. Good, good. Okay. We're all, your we're all sane people. Your cereal just goes everywhere if you do that. And you don't even get as much cereal in the, in the bowl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you gotta... It fills it up more. Cause, mm. yeah. Teenage boy things. I got you. I got you, bro. It's cool. Work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One more. No, there's two more really important questions. Second one. You say important questions, but... These are... What What else would you call them? Questions. No, they're important. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <clears throat> if you could have one song play every time you entered a room, what would that be and why? Hmm. That's hard. Um, I don't really like songs. <laughs> this happened last time we talked. I don't. I don't I just like songs. Don't like don't songs. Like much music. <laughs> um, what would I have? I would have um, a song, but the problem is, is every time you enter like a room. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's not like it's just like when you, fast. yeah, it's, like it's gonna be something you wouldn't <laughs> hate forever. Um, what about I you, Isaac? You probably Rickroll everyone as soon as I walk into every room. Rickroll? Yeah. For the rest of your life? That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I would do something like, ah, dude, I don't even know. Like, Eye of the Tiger, maybe? <laughs> like, you just walk into a room. <laughs> Maybe I would do my YouTube and the en- channels. The entire it. song plays every time. Oh, well, I the tiger. Oh, the entire song. I the tiger's like seven <laughs> I think like the actual one. Well, huh. let's go on to the final <laughs> most important question yes. out of all these really important questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what is a hobby or new li- uh <laughs> What is a hobby or a new activity you would consider taking up? I'll just use the one that I'm doing. I just started like two weeks ago playing chess. Um, two? Three. He's good at it. it <laughs> was it two? Mm, I think. No, I have the app on my phone. Pretty sure it's been a month. Okay, maybe it's been four weeks. Liam's telling me it's four weeks. <laughs> so I've been playing chess for four weeks now. And uh, yeah, I've actually been enjoying it, which is funny because I never thought I would have enjoyed chess because mm-hmm. I thought that was like for weirdos and yeah. no <laughs> this is just and, hard and nerds so now, you, so now i torture the youth with it every week i can see a hobby that i enjoy um being rc 
like planes, drones, stuff like that. Oh, oh. Yeah, always wanted like a super high quality drone that I could just take super cool shots with, cameras and stuff like that. Mom, Dad, if you're listening, <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Isaac? Um, I've kind of done it for a while, but I still want to really improve at it. Mm. So it's not exactly a new one. Yeah, but we'll say improve on a hobby. That would be um uh, blacksmithing, mm. smashing metal with hammers. Yes. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's some fun things. Okay, blacksmithing. Yeah, it's a unique one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not many people do that. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. Okay, into actually important questions. Okay. We um uh, have some biblical dis- uh, discussions about what we just talked about earlier and it is in uh the discussions are resolve uh revolving around proverbs 1 8 through 19 okay um at what age do you think a kid can begin to receive instruction i have no experience with it so i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'd say i mean from just watching you with juju Mm. just to just a few months ago hmm. but i don't remember that well yeah what, what time did what age did you start yeah so juju was a year series. and a half uh, a couple months ago uh we probably we have decided that uh um intentional instruction can start happening around the age of one around one they can conceptualize enough that uh you can start teaching them concepts principles right and wrong mm-hmm so that would, that's that's where we land at least. What about you, Isaac? What do you think? Um, I feel like you can obviously like probably teach a child don't do that, don't do this, but like teaching like a base for why, I don't think they'd be able to conceptualize it like really well until they're like two. But that's just my thoughts. Yeah, that's no, good. Okay. Um. Uh, how will you impart wisdom to your children one day, Liam? Because Dan already is on that. <laughs> but Liam. Uh, I haven't really thought about it that much. Just in general, as they go through life, just tell them what the right thing to do in situations are. Hmm. But I think I'll have a more defined way of imparting said wisdom when I get there. Yeah. Hmm. What you got, Isaac? Um, I do think about it sometimes because just from the good experience that I've had with my dad mm-hmm. like he's just taught me really well mm. so I'd probably try to replicate what he's done and just like have like an attitude of being incredibly like I don't know like not make it no make it known that it's like don't do that but do it with love like I would teach mm. them that I'm not doing this because you're not supposed to do that, and that sucks. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing it because out of love, and I don't want you going down a bad path. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I'll save my answers for a couple episodes from now, because we'll get more into this in depth, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. Boy. <laughs> okay, so this next question is about um, verse 9. So could you read that for us, Dan? Because I forgot <laughs> what it said. Yeah, let me grab a... Oh, wait, you have a Bible party? Mm-hmm. No. I'll read it, no Lane's problem. Got it. <laughs> for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. So, what do the garland and the pan, uh, pendants represent? 
I feel like it's uh like you wear the words with pride as if you were prideful of like really nice jewelry you'd just you'd be you'd be prideful of it and with the knowledge that they've given you hmm. yeah uh, when it says garland independence I think about value hmm. first like uh, when your parents give you wisdom and if you receive it then it then it's valuable for the rest of your life to you uh, but not only that that it's uh it's something that makes you like stand out right. from everyone else. It's something that yeah. that that puts you apart and says, "Oh, hey, like there, there's something different." Um, that would be my first little two cents. Mm, the way I think about it, it's kind of just the whole verse is just getting d- in depth into the Bible is a pretty hard thing to do. So, on my end, probably similar to what. <laughs> so what Dan was saying. There's a funny video being shot outside of, uh, of the window right now. <laughs> a little distracting. <laughs> Anyways, probably um, I would relate it to what Dan was saying. Like, you'd want to keep those pearls and things, even if you don't want to wear it. Like, you'd still have it and have value. Mm. I like it. Okay. So. Yes? Yeah, no. no, no okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Do you have something to uh, say? No, no, no. no, no. Just... Okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yes. Ooh, this is a uh, this is a little bit of a personal one, I would say. Um, have you ever had your friends uh, entice you into doing things that you knew were wrong? Um, and how did you feel when that happened? If if it did. Hmm. I'll go first so Liam can think. Okay. Because <laughs> I know him. Um, let's see. So, have I ever had a friend that enticed me to do things that I knew were wrong? And how did that feel? Of course, I've had friends that have enticed me to do wrong <laughs> yeah. things. Um, I didn't live uh, too sheltered of a life growing up. Although I, I had friends that actually did not. Like, they had no friends or people that they would consider friends that enticed them to do wrong things. Um, they would have been outside of the friend circle, more like acquaintances kind of concept. Um, but, yeah, I, thinking about, like, just one instance... Um, it's a very strange feeling whenever you're being enticed to do the wrong thing with a friend because you have this, this push and pull that happens in your soul <laughs> almost because <laughs> yeah. they're your friend. And so you like want to continue that relationship. You want to invest into it. You don't want to have a, a negative impact of any kind because it's a relationship that you've invested into. Um, but at the same time, they're pulling you to do something that you would not naturally do. But however big or small the bad thing is, even if it's just a, like a white lie, sometimes those things can get to you and you're just like, ah. <laughs> That's the best yeah. way to describe that. <laughs> yeah. So then in the form of I don't want to lose this relationship with this person, can you bring it up in conversation with them and sort of like, hey, this really meant something to me. And I don't, I don't know why you pushed this upon me. Everything mm. and talk about it and why you thought it was wrong. Yeah, so that would be a very mature relationship that I did not have when I was your age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, nowadays I would do that, mm-hmm. right? I have I have a maturity now and a wisdom now where um, if I have a buddy of mine who wants me to do something that I know is wrong or I, I know that I don't want to do even, right? So there's like certain things like uh, when when you're an adult, you may have to make decisions on how you do certain things. Uh, and so one of my rules is like alcoholic beverages. I never allow myself to have more than two in a day. Now, could you have more than two in a day and be responsible? Totally. Me, 
I will not. And that's just because I know myself and I've experienced the negative side of going too far. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, I've created this barrier for myself. And so a buddy of mine asking me to take a third drink would not be him asking me to sin. I mean, most likely, depending on the situation. But it would be asking me to cross a boundary that I don't want to cross. And um, one that not necessarily he would know about. Exactly. And so in that instance, I would then just um, illuminate the situation for mm -hmm. my friend and say, hey, man, like, I know you probably don't know this. Uh, maybe I haven't communicated about it, but this is where I stand with this. Mm -hmm. And I just need you to be able to respect that and honor that because this, this is a big deal to me. Mm -hmm. And having that communication when you're an adult is still hard. It's not easy, uh, depending on the situation. Um, but for me, it's a lot easier than it was when I was a teenager. For sure. When I was a teenager, I would just ghost people. <laughs> like, like if, yeah. they if they try to get me to do the wrong thing, I'd be like, well, looks like I'm not talking to Johnny ever again. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I probably, you guys basically stated it all. Um, the way I personally deal with it is, as Liam does, um, talk probably maturely about it. And <laughs> um, from... Probably uh, maturely. That's a quote right there. <laughs> Hopefully, maturely <laughs> be better. I'd probably be better. <laughs> That's, yeah, it came off. Not quite right. I like it. I like it. But uh, I would try to talk about it in the best way I could. Um, and for people who can't actually talk to you about you like doing something wrong or that, I don't think like personally. I just don't feel like you should in depth a relationship like that. It's just a thought of mine. And at school, personally, it's a Christian school, but there's tons of kids that do things that aren't too Christian. And yeah. I'm often on the side of saying, you should probably not do that. And it's hard. It's hard sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, thanks for opening up about that. That's good. People need to hear that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on the saying, uh, not even the devil can lead a man to sin until he consents? I thought that that's a really cool quote um, because we all have free will and you think that it's the devil making you do things but it's your own choice he's just making it really really good looking <laughs> to do the wrong thing yeah yeah Dan yeah no I, I love that quote man I, I when I was doing my study time and I, I found that I was like oh is like I need to put this on a bumper sticker or something. <laughs> um, T-shirts coming soon. <laughs> no, I um, no, I love it because I remember there was a, a video I watched way back in the day uh, where a guy was talking about fighting like porn addiction, um, and he was in the, and he was saying like guys will come into his office and they're like I just can't help it like I have no control like I, I just can't say no. Um, it, it's it's too much too powerful whatever, and. Uh, they would say, I'm, like, I'm addicted, so I can't help it. And the pastor would look at them and say, well, if someone had a gun to your head and say, don't look at that or I'll kill you, do you think you would have the self-control in that moment to not look at it? And, of course, they're always like, well, yeah. Okay, then it's a choice. And Oof, you're, like, you're like, son of a nutcracker. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's the same concept, though, of like – really really centering us and pulling us back down because you're right a lot of us kind of give the devil like this boogeyman 
concept mm-hmm. yeah where he's like this like guy that like influences you and pokes you and forces you to do things and you're like oh he got me again yeah but he has no power mm. right because get him preach <laughs> he's not putting those thoughts in your head it's just it's just he's made the world do that which is a weird thing for me because you think does he have any power in reality, like, he, like, how is he influencing the world at all? Mm. How does that work? Because he's just, he's not doing anything, right? Mm. Big brain thoughts, I like <laughs> it. I actually talked to Isaac's dad about this stuff the other day. This is hysterical to me. Any thoughts, Isaac? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast will go on for like three more hours if we were to answer that. But probably the best way I would just put it is, and um, what Liam's saying is, I'd, he... He's like the cake your dad tells you not to eat. <laughs> he looks really enticing and he wants to do things, but it's still you making the choice. Mm. It's not him. He just puts it there. He's not actually doing anything. It's just there. Mm. And you're the one who takes it and chooses to do what is wrong. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Let's move on to the next question. We can okay. go on that for a while. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, what do you think are some of the most prevalent temptations of your generation and prevalent. why? Prevalent. No, it's prevalent. <laughs> I did say it right. I said it right. Let's go. I'm kidding. It's prevalent. What? <laughs> oh, boy. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. It's okay, Isaac. Moment of silence for the boys. Okay, Liam. <laughs> Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> what are the most prevalent <laughs> temptations for your generation and why? What do you think are? Um, I was about to say, like, smoking, but that's not really that much of a temptation anymore, is it? Because, I mean, maybe it is, and I'm just wrong, but I feel like it's something that has been slowly grown out of the coolness factor <laughs> i i could see that a little bit yeah i mean vaping's still like yeah i mean vaping's trendy right mm-hmm. but i think I, you're i think I you're right it's not like exactly it's just it's teenagers e- having a rough time usually <laughs> okay <laughs> poor teenagers all right Isaac, what do you think um uh probably like the two most uh prevalent ones is probably pornography mm-hmm. and um also, just like gossip. Mm. Gossip oh. has gotten to the point of being absolutely insane. Mm. Just like yeah. you just talking behind people's backs and how much drama is placed everywhere because of these little things in our pockets. It just results in a lot of no good things. Mm. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go I'm gonna go a little curveball on this one. Okay. I'm going to say one of the most prevalent temptations for our generation, for my generation and yours, uh, is the idolatry of social justice. Yeah, that's one too. Definition. (laughs) (laughs) It is the concept. um, It's the concept that a, a a human's implied rights are more important and more important than God, than other people even, than other opinions, than other concepts. 
and no other concepts or opinions are allowed. Otherwise, you're just being prejudiced and a bigot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which then creates two two camps as a rule of thumb. You're either in the camp that's supporting the social justice movement, mm-hmm. right, and you've 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 swayed in that way, or mm-hmm. you're in the the whipped swamp donkey camp, <laughs> where you're just like you're you're just pitiful and you're like, yeah, I'm sorry that I'm a white male. It was irresponsible of me to be born this way. <laughs> And I just, I'm, I feel bad. Like, like what, what is that? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no. Like, Jesus's blood was shed to reconcile people to himself mm-hmm. and people to people. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, I, yeah. no matter what has happened, no matter what I've even done personally, not, not anything else, Jesus's blood is sufficient for social justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> I'm just going to start selling bumper stickers on the website. Okay. New, new small business. New small business. How, how did your youth budget get so big? <laughs> I sell bumper stickers. <laughs> okay, move on. Move on quickly. Okay. Put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> mm. Okay. What are different... <laughs> One minute. Mm, okay. What are different promises the world tries to entice you with, and how do you wrestle through this? I've got one. Um, Debt and how it is enticing, and the buildup of debt allows you to buy things that you want. Mm. Money. Money, yeah. Money Mm -hmm. is a scary thing. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I like that, and especially for your age group, that's a that's a big thing. What about you, Isaac? Mm, probably uh, when it just comes to like, it's not exactly like, I don't know, just like probably like college in general. Everyone tries to force you to go to college. Hmm. <laughs> it's a promise that oh you'll go far and you'll have this whole thing. And yeah, you'll be amazing if you just spend a couple thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And then more. <laughs> it's just, you can do things without that. And like, as Liam was saying, it just leads to more debt and build up of money and just yeah. not and good I'm, stuff. I'm going through my third year of college and I'm debt free and I'm about to graduate with a couple degrees and go through and get a job that I want. And I was able to do it all without having to spend more than I had. Hmm. Yeah. Liam will be teaching a class next week. Uh, <laughs> oh. Good job, Liam. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, a, it's an empty promise. Yeah. So 10 years in the future for you guys is me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the the biggest promise that the world tries to sell me, other than like career, money, stuff like sure. that, um, just to give something different, is that I can disengage as a dad or as a husband. Yeah. And it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Or I deserve it. Like I, 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 I do enough that if I go to a, I mean, I, if I go to a, a kid's party, right? I go to a kid's party and both of my kids are there. And my wife is there. It is okay for me to disengage from all three of them, go hang out with older men, drink a couple brewskis, and have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's okay. As opposed to saying no, I need to 
find the instructive moments for my two-year-old because she's two and still learning how to not like hit people when they take a toy from her (laughs) yeah and so you're in the middle of giving her instruction yeah and wisdom yeah and so i i I have to actively choose that constantly because i'm like i'm at that party and all the other fathers are walking away and i'm like it'd be so nice to just sit back and not think about anything But that's, again, one of those promises. So I wrestle through that in every moment. I always come back to this point. And I had to, I had to coach my wife through this, too, because she was wrestling with it, too. At the end of the day, all the things that those people have, all, the, all that time that they get, right, away from their kids for that hour, two hours, whatever, away from their wives, hour, two hours, is temporary, right? But the soul of my wife is eternal. So the soul of my wife is worth dying for. The soul of my wife is worth never playing another video game again if I don't have to. It's worth never having another drop of alcohol. It's worth even not having another guy hangout time. Now, are all of those things healthy for me to give up 113%? Eh, maybe not. <laughs> sure. But maybe there's a season where it's okay. And that's really important like, for, for, I think, the young, young men that are out of the house to hold on to. Which is, you have, you have a choice that the world gives you every day. You can invest into the temporary, or you can invest into the eternal. Mm-hmm. Choose. And like we said last week, the Bible tells you there are two options. Alone. The world will try to tell you that there's 18 million options that are on a range from anywhere from good to terribly bad. And we all land somewhere. It's not the truth. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, the next question. Uh, <laughs> it's the next question time, isn't it? Yeah. I thought for a minute I didn't answer the question, but then I did. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Dan talked too long. Sorry about that. <laughs> if you could give your younger piece, uh, your younger, <laughs> your younger piece, your younger self one piece of wisdom, what would that be? Ooh. I think this is fun for teenagers to answer. <laughs> yeah. You're like the, like the just right age where you can actually now give like a younger version of yourself wisdom. I'll go so you guys can think. Wisdom for myself when I was younger. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to dabble in things and say that I'll I'll I'll, I'll get better later, I'll I'll let go of that later. I'll learn how to deal with that sin later. I'll learn how to have that conversation later. Don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. I would actually probably say the same exact thing as Dan. I uh, oftentimes think I did, and I'm still trying getting over it. But I still think like. Oh, I'll get over it at some point. I'll just brush it aside under this pile of more and more. Yeah. And more. And it just getting rid of it after you have a stack that goes to the ceiling is a lot harder than just putting it aside, not putting it aside and throwing it out. Mm. You know what they say about repentance, right? What's that? No, yeah, what did they say? It's real easy if you do it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that sometimes, but it is so true. Because the problem so is true. that repenting for something that's grown 50 times its size mm-hmm. is a lot bigger of a step than saying, 
I did wrong right now and I need to repent. Yeah. Th- yeah. Things I'm still learning. <laughs> and I'd agree. I don't really have wisdom for my younger self. Um, I think I'm still learning and need to grow my wisdom bank a little more. The wisdom bank. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's good. The wisdom bank. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we are going to read through the scripture. And for the last bit of the discussion, we will talk about uh, the verse and what stands out the most. So once again, we are in Proverbs 1, 8 through 19. You got to go find it first. What is it? Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, I, I lost it. it. <laughs> oh, there it is. I found it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All, right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Will you read it to us, Dan? <laughs> or are we all going to read it together? I can read it all. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Hear, my son, your father's instructions, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie and wait for blood, let us ambush the innocent without reason. Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our homes with plunder. Throw in your lot among us. We will all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. For in vain a net is a net spread in the sight of any bird. But these men lie in wait for their own blood. They set an ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors. Okay. Um, I guess I could say what I uh, I saw. Uh, verse 18 probably stood out to me the most, uh, but these men lie in wait for their own blood, meaning they're, whatever they do, uh, whether how good it seems at that point, it will result in, in their own blood. Old Spice. <laughs> our, our sponsor for this. <laughs> All right, so you said 18. Say it again, Zach. Yeah, but uh, it's 18, but these men lie in wait for their own blood. Um, it just really stands out to me because no matter how tempting it seems, the people that are trying to bring you into what they're doing, uh, the result is, if it's like, if it's sinful, and it'll result in your own blood following the path of wickedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite verse out of this whole section is eight the very first one that we read hear my son your father's instruction and forsake not your mother's teaching i've been learning a lot recently that the instructions and wisdom of my parents is really important to listen to and that's just that's really important to me right now yeah Mm -hmm. no matter how much you don't want to (laughs) listen sometimes it's the best thing they can do for you and it's something Really good stuff they can teach. Yeah. Mm, I like it. My favorite is actually 17, uh, where it says, For in vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird. Um, I love that concept because it kind of it kind of peels the veil back for us, peels the blinders back, where you can actually see the fact that um, all of these temptations, all of these sins that we're enticed to, to go towards um, – they, they, they are all this, this self-fulfilling prophecy that will come back to haunt us, should we choose it. 
Uh, and that's a very solemn reminder for me to keep in mind uh, as I continue to try to, try to grow in my own wisdom bank. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that concludes the uh, podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next one. Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Nat Markiplier, and welcome to our second podcast. <laughs> Dang it. Anyways, <laughs> take one. So, yeah, this is the second Dang. podcast Dang. about Testing. temptation on Proverbs 1, 8 through 19. We if, should introduce uh, ourselves. Yeah. If we eventually put up, like, a, um, the sermons, <coughs> it's the second sermon. So just know that. <laughs> That's what yeah. we're going on. <coughs> so who's going first? Kayla, go first. Uh, <laughs> hi, my name is Max. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? It's introduce oh. yourself, dummy. <laughs> my name is Patrick. I thought we were doing the icebreaker. My name is Christian. Okay, and we're gonna start Who's leading you. <laughs> okay, I was just trying to icebreaker number one. Do you put cereal in a bowl before the milk or milk before the cereal? I cereal before the bowl. Sorry. Cereal before the bowl, man. <laughs> Just have like this mushy mess on the table. <laughs> okay, time to add the bowl. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's not soggy at all. Is, th- is that even a debate? Like whoever obviously... puts milk and then cereal. Yeah, yeah. like a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> How could you? Uh, it's like putting ice after you get like the water. Okay, it makes sense. If you like have milk after you like eat the cereal out of it, you might pour more in if you want more. But that makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. no, no I way. Do that a lot of the times with Captain. It's Crunch. like if you put the cereal in after the milk then the then the milk like splatters everywhere yeah, yeah. it doesn't work like that it's just but then but again then it depends on the cereal you're yeah, eating whether it's splatters like or not <laughs> if okay you're we're going way flakes, into depth about there's this. like those cups pretty much and they shoot out of the bowl <laughs> if you've ever had frosted flakes you know what i'm talking about <clears throat> All right, that's why you make two. a little hole and then pour the milk in the hole uh, that's a good that's idea, idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that prevents overfilling too okay icebreaker two if you could have one song play every time you entered a room what would it be and why um, what's that one song? The Rick Mozart. Roll. Mozart? Yeah. <laughs> Mozart, baby. <laughs> the Rick Roll. Rockin' out. Rick Roll. Rick, yeah, what's the uh, song Rick called? Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. Yes, yeah. that one. That would definitely be mine. Shoot, I have no idea. It'd be a Queen song for Probably. You. Oh. Ooh, maybe Ooh, LaGrange. That's, that's tough. LaGrange? Uh, <laughs> <my shiny top. laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> Walking into a room with aviators on. Mm. LaGrange. <laughs> All right. Sounds like La Cringe. <laughs> Whoa! Yo, <laughs> ZZ Top is not cringe, bro. Ooh. They have beards. They're automatically not cringe. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> okay. Iceberg Great three. <laughs> what is a hobby slash new activity you would consider taking up? Hang gliding. Skydiving. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, though, I don't know. How's that a hobby? Like... <laughs> You just do it every other day? Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> um, I don't know. What you, would you pick? <sighs> hmm. Well, obviously something aviation related. So probably glider, gl- <laughs> gliding. Because they have, like, gliders now. Mm. They pull them behind Cessnas. <coughs> that would be really awesome. I oh, think. Um, what's that called? Um, I, I don't I, I know what that is. Cessna surfing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I could think maybe one I would pick up was learning another language, but that depends on my mood. <laughs> that sounds hard. That, dude, I have you tried just tried to do Japanese, times. and you, like, hated it. 
It wasn't too bad, but you were like it was a teacher. Screaming. Okay, it was a teacher. I was not screaming. <laughs> She's using emojis again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, all right. <laughs> on to discussion number one. At what age do you think a kid can begin to receive instruction? Um, he really got into the meat of it quick. <laughs> uh. I think um, as soon as they understand words. Yeah, that's uh, probably where I would be too. Because you're like, never really too young to receive instruction. Yeah. It's just giving instruction back for acknowledgement. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's nonverbal ways of acknowledging. Yeah, that's true. What do you think, Christian? Um, <coughs> probably since... Probably even before they're born. <laughs> like... Sorry, not before they're born. <laughs> <laughs> before, <laughs> like, in the morning. <laughs> I just didn't say anything. Cut that part out, please. <laughs> I changed my answer. <laughs> um, um, pro- I feel like it's a lot younger than you think it is because you can still communicate to kids who can't even speak mm-hmm. yet just yeah. through a different means of it. So, yeah. Like, they can definitely communicate with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, like, crying and totally. stuff. Totally. So. And you can say, like, don't hit people. Because that's yeah. wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that makes sense, though, too. Yeah. So, I think you're right. Agreed. <clears throat> so, how will you impart wisdom to your children one day? Uh, what? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Telling them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I so. feel like telling them, though. I mean, it's telling like them I'm going to, like, write a book or anything. I know. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to have podcasts to our children <laughs> all set up and ready to go. <laughs> if they make a oh, mistake, geez. we're going to just put them in a room. And just have it on full blast. Anyways. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to torture them. <laughs> How will you impart your wisdom to children one day? I don't know. Through actions, maybe? Maybe actions, like, they can watch. Um, I w- Not the wise way to do things, but, you know, like, the proper way to do things. Um, yeah. And handle situations. And tell them, too, I guess. Yeah, that's a major way they <coughs> learn through observation. Yeah. So if you set a good example, I feel like that's how I'd um, impart wisdom. Just setting a good example. Yeah. Then letting them know when they mm-hmm. might have made a mistake. And just kind of like nip that mistake in the bud if possible. Right before it becomes like an issue and they get yeah. used to it. Because like saying is one thing, but actually doing is another. So if yeah. you can show that it's possible to do that, then there's, uh, it's more likely that they'll copy you in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. <coughs> so what do the garland and pendants represent in verse 9? Let me see. Where's the verse? It's the verse nine. says, <laughs> Hear my son, your father's instructions, and forsake not your mother's teaching. That was verse 8. <laughs> for, they are graceful gar- for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. What is it? Your wisdom? father's instruction. And your mother's teaching. Your mother's teaching. Graceful <laughs> garland and pendant for your neck. Well, we kind of answered that question. <laughs> uh, so, instruction and teaching. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's what they'd say. And it, like, it shows. So because it's not like you're hiding it. It's yeah. It's on your face and on your um. It's something neck. somebody can easily see. Yeah, Display. and then you set a good example for everybody else as well. Yeah. It's like if you show, or not show it off, but if you can, it's visible, then more, more people are willing to, like, follow an, an example if they can see that it's possible to do so. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <coughs> so... Wait, what did you, did you have an input, opinion of the Christian? <laughs> uh, I think it just answers in the Bible verse. It's teaching and wisdom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. 
So, have you ever had friends that entice you to, to do some? To, <laughs> I can't speak anymore. Have you ever had friends that enticed you to do things that you knew were wrong? How did that feel? I think in um, in the past, I wasn't really one to follow the bad example in class because that kid was normally <laughs> severely punished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other friends I've had from school are friends from church and just in the neighborhood. So um, I think I had some pretty good influences and some pretty bad influences in my life. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't really have that many influences in my life because um, we were homeschooled. So we didn't get to meet many people except if, unless they were Christians in mm-hmm. which they were had pretty good heads on their shoulders by the way this is discussion number two yes (laughs) 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 well i don't know but i'm putting it down anyways just stick it in there so yeah um what was i saying uh they had good heads on their necks (laughs) 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 the angel was like no this is a bad one doesn't fit (laughs) better unscrew it (laughs) oh my gosh uh took a turn Yeah, so we weren't really um, exposed to many bad influences, but when we were, I was every once in a while. It was like, it was probably in my later years. It was, um, I don't remember who it was or what was happening, but like whenever I was exposed to like a bad influence or something, I felt the urge that somebody wanted me to do something that was wrong. I immediately got really freaked out, like anxiety through the roof. What do you you want? you scared me. (laughs) Hi, Isaac. Ah! Great. Isaac just came in and threw this giant thing of helium at us. So. It's a balloon. It's what, whatever. It's <laughs> this giant thing of helium. <laughs> Dude, Somebody you left the, the door. door. Oh my gosh. Disruption. Oh, sorry. That's not helium. <laughs> That's air. <laughs> okay, what was I saying for the third time? Refrigerator is not enough spacious for a balloon. All right. <laughs> Um, I haven't answered a question. Oh, I would get enough. really anxious if somebody, if right. I was around somebody who wanted, who was like um, influencing me in a bad way. And that's almost, I think that's what started my social anxiety. Really? Because I was like freaked out about somebody wanting me to do something wrong and then being pressured into doing it. Huh. Because I always hate that. Ugh, noise crap out of me. As for me, I've had some bad influences in the past, which I got pressured into. And I always hate hated myself afterwards um it's like it's kind of like something you can't take back and it really really sucks because you're like did i just do that like seriously (laughs) but you know Mm -hmm. so that kind of sucks yeah let's go all right (laughs) what are your Uh, thoughts on the saying not even the devil can lead a man to sin until he consents it's truth yeah um i think they're saying that the devil the devil can't just possess someone into doing something. Yeah. They have to have consent from the person they want to do that thing. Yeah, basically he thing. can't, like, make you sin. You choose to yeah. follow You it. have to consent to it for yeah. it to be effective. It's a two-way thing. Mm-hmm. Totally. What so. do you think are some of the most prevalent temptations of for your generation? Oh, Why? my gosh. There's so many. There's so many. <laughs> Usually the ones on the... Sexual temptation would be yeah. probably yeah. one of the top ones. And it's like there's so much you can get into on the internet sometimes yeah. that it's just really not good for you. I really hate the informational age or whatever it's called. Yeah. it It's like it's really nice, but it brings a lot of challenges with it. We need um, libraries again. 
Hmm? We need libraries again. Yeah, <laughs> we still have libraries. Yeah. Just nobody ever goes to them anymore, mm. unless you're me who likes reading books. But that's beside the point. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd say that like sexual temptation, like pornography, anything along those lines, has become a very large temptation. Probably recently. drugs too. Drugs, definitely. Yeah, drugs, smoking, yeah. alcohol. Yeah, definitely. That stuff just really freaks me out. I hate even thinking about the possibility that I might do that one day. Uh-huh. And it, uh, I'm not going to do it. Definitely not. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's like, what would I be if I did that stuff? <laughs> that would be terrifying. Yeah. You, it, it changes you, especially, like, the harder drugs. Totally, yeah. You should see some of the before and after pics of people taking, like, after they've done coke or something. Yeah. yeah. Anything like that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. They look like they're, uh, like, 80 years old when mm-hmm. before they were, like, 20. It's yeah. crazy. And they're, like, their facial, like, skin just, like, gets it's sucked into yeah. their skin. Their it's facial like, skin. They look like like a skeleton walking. Yeah. It's it's scary. And they change, too. It's not just their face. It's, mm-hmm. like, the whole personality. It messes up your freaky. whole yeah. body chemistry. Yeah. It's just not a good thing. Sometimes, <laughs> no. though... Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, though, it's not necessarily, like, a temptation as in somebody prov- or gives it to you. Sometimes it just happens in other ways, too. It can be introduced in a weird way. Um, or you're going through some not good stuff, and then you get the temptation to, like, try to fix it. Yeah. You know, like, how people try to, like, drink alcohol to, to like... forget about stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So I think that's another way that a temptation can pop up and also sure. like if you're being medicated yeah definitely if you're you being can, medicated yeah, you yeah, start you can like get addicted mm-hmm. to that getting addicted yeah totally anyways a <laughs> <laughs> on, on a lighter <laughs> note <was> maybe <laughs> <laughs> discussion three <laughs> what are different promises the world tries to entice you with how do you wrestle through all of this i think the most mm-hmm. common is um that it's normal yeah, probably. Because yeah. it's like you hear all the time is that it's normal to take drugs. It's normal to smoke. It's normal to, like, give in to these temptations and stuff like that. And well, it's Unless you're watching weird. the real cost ads on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless it's that. But <laughs> otherwise, it's like, even when you remember those ads, like, a while ago when they used to, like, do a uh, cigarette. Scary. That is, we've made a giant metal monster. <laughs> <laughs> My Spotify session. Three <laughs> <laughs> ads right in a row. Same thing. Oh but my like, gosh. Do you remember ever seeing like the cigarette ads? Like they'd be like, everybody's doing it now. So like uh, trying to like almost push you into it to start buying them. No, start- you never saw those? I saw the one where it's like on Speed Racer. <laughs> the one like, where it's like, this dude, is what happens. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it looks fun right now. But look at how it looks when you But get like old. the ads before that were like the worst thing ever. Like they're always like, it's normal. Like you should totally do it sort of thing. Did they know it was? bad by then i think so but it was like a marketing thing um Ugh. i don't know if they knew exactly how bad it was i think they started to get an idea that it wasn't good for you but yeah yeah you got any other things <laughs> well how would you say you would wrestle through all that um just remind myself that it's not normal and kind of educate yourself on yeah, what could probably. happen yeah like even if it's not like, you could educate yourself, obviously, by saying, well, this is going to happen to me. But you can also go to a deeper level and, like, look at what happens to your body and stuff like that, too. Yeah, it's like, if, it's kind of like, if you don't want to throw something at your neighbor, because it, it'll probably risk your health, depending on <laughs> how buff they are. <laughs> 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 um, don't throw something at your neighbor, because you think it's fun. 
Just yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, obviously, because it's going to have consequences. Yeah. Most, usually. That doesn't mean they're going to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. I had a good answer, but then I lost it. <laughs> okay. Um, Should we just keep going yeah, and come back to it if you need to? If you could give younger you one piece of wisdom, what would it be? Don't hang out with them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just didn't I give you that? Wisdom? Just follow your gut. Just follow your gut and yeah. don't. <laughs> also, listen to your parents. That's really important. Yeah. And when you stay in church, like surround yourself with as many Christians as possible. Definitely. That are good influences. I think like that'll let you I, know if you're screwing up. I didn't really have trouble with temptations mm-hmm. at um so i think i would give myself a lesson on how like to stay on top of homework better because i remember i was really i was in a highly capable class and i was really sucking at um time management skills mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. until i learned how to do that mm-hmm. so yeah I think we definitely need to go through certain situations to understand what's going to happen. Yeah, really but deal with the consequences. Yeah, um, and I mean, so obviously you don't want to, and you try to avoid it if necessary, but sometimes it just needs to happen. Um, but definitely, I think when you're younger, like Dan said, you like to, um, once you start, you start to question things your parents say mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you don't listen as much, whereas as you start to get older, you're like, oh, like dang they were right yeah. <laughs> sort of thing yeah. <laughs> shoot Dude, like six months maybe it was actually a year ago i was like driving over to liam's mm-hmm. and the whole time i was just sobbing because i was like thinking about why our parents gave us a one-hour restriction on games it's because oh they probably wanted to, <laughs> it's because they probably wanted to spend time with us yeah i never totally. thought about that i was just like oh they just don't want us to have fun you start to realize it more as you start yeah. getting closer to moving out too you're like oh gosh what did i do <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just go along with what your parents say if you don't think it's right they just they're just doing it because they love you and you just don't see why usually yeah <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you gotta so you gotta have some also like input from other people too it's good to have more adult friends to sometimes explain to sometimes you. sometimes yeah. <laughs> if they're good if they're you like you need Dan, good influences yeah <laughs> emphasis on the good influence yeah <laughs> very important um yeah so just try and surround yourself with as many christians as possible and keep it diverse just so you know which ones are like yeah, a totally. bad influence because you, you gotta know like the good influence before you yeah. identify yeah. the bad influences too. and you don't want to end up like taking information thinking it's a good thing and it yeah. turns mm-hmm. out not being good because sometimes it's masked as like a good thing but it's really not yeah so it's right. really hard sometimes check your sources do your homework yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun trust me but they it's try better and, if you do it yeah if they mm-hmm. try and say something that you don't think just like ask them where's the verse because <laughs> it's like if if oh. you <laughs> accidentally step into something it's really hard to get out of it Mm-hmm. So it's better to not get into that thing in the first place. Yeah, to yeah. know that to it's try there. to get out of it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. So, so read through the entire scripture as a group, and then talk about the verse that stands out to you most and why. I can read it if you want. Okay, I'll probably have to read it again, but sure. <laughs> well, hey. Well, no, no, no. It's just because I don't. I oh don't yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, um. <laughs> 
Okay, it says, Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. For, for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, Come with us, let us lie and wait for blood. Let us ambush the innocent without reason. Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot among us. We will all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. For in vain is for vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird, but these men lie in wait for their own blood. They set in ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors. Hmm. I think I'm going to go ahead and speak real quick. The one that stu uh, stood out to me the most um, was or verse 18 where it says, but these men lie and wait for their own blood. Yeah, they set an ambush for their own lives. It's basically saying, like, you got yourself into this, and now it's going to completely backfire. Yeah, and they're setting thing. that trap up for everybody else, too, yeah. because they're like, hey, it's fine. I've done it for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't died yet. <laughs> We're good. Don't worry about it. Hmm. I think I like verse 9. For they are graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. That's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, that's definitely a good one. Your father's instruction and forsake not your mother's teaching. And they become you, pretty much. Uh -huh. They, You can see the um, advice that's given to you and the good influences if they are good influences maybe they're not but yeah I like hopefully that they are just because it it means like spreading the word of good influences to me and um, i think we need more of that nowadays <laughs> <laughs> i think my favorite verse would be 17 which is far in vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird um i think it's a really good analogy because it shows you just how um, enticing they can be instead of um, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it shows you just how likely it is that you could possibly fall into a trap like that yeah, <laughs> yeah that it's so easy and it's like it's so hard to get out of too yeah. it's like falling in a pit basically mm. yeah Ugh. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Hard topic. <laughs> Very heavy. All right. Well, I think that is the end of our podcast 20 discussion. 21 minutes? 23. 23. 23. <laughs> Thank Something you for like joining that. us. I'm not very close. <laughs> If you really wanted to uh, read over the uh, verses again, it's Proverbs 1 8 through 19. Uh, we're using the ESV. Echo S vector. The ESV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ESV English Bible. standard yeah. version. Something like that. So yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> if we do have one next week. I don't know. <laughs> it changes his mind a lot. <laughs> Alright, anyways. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hasta luego, mi judges. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> How do we okay, turn it off? <laughs> it's a great question, honestly.